the Our Secret Spot podcast. Your look through the keyhole into Australia's hottest singers club. All right, ready? Yeah. Hi, oh. guys. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about Fucking that. Fucking bitch. You thought about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to Our Secret Spot, the podcast. I'm Lawrence. And I'm Jess. And we're the owners and founders of Odors. Our Owners. Owners. <laughs> oh, man. Owners. What's in that apple juice you've got over there? Fireball. Yeah. Little, little cunt <laughs> juice over there. <laughs> extra <you>. cunty. <laughs> it, it is Tuesday, so it should okay. be extra Oh, yeah, cunty. yeah. We are seeing yeah. you next Tits Tuesday. Tits out Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So, we're the owners and <laughs> owners and founders of Our Secret Spot, which is a swingers club here in Sydney, Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, our podcast is us sharing anecdotal stories of things we hear, see, smell, taste. taste experience in touch. the club. Touch. Yeah, we touch things sometimes. Lick. That's yeah. taste. Yeah. 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 And every now and then we're lucky enough to have guests who get to deal with our shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> why, why are you... <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, we, we're going we're gonna to introduce them. Don't worry. Hey, well, everyone's sitting <laughs> on the edge of their seats. <laughs> yes. So, who this week's episode I? is guest... Uh, man, those sirens are really... Right. Did you set the fire alarms off again? Wasn't me. <laughs> okay, the time that the fire alarms All right, alarms Shaggy, did calm go down. Off, I'm going to have to tell a story before you introduce this. The time that the fire alarms did go off when <laughs> we were hosting here because we love to host here and it's the best place ever. Mm. They sent um, many, many fire people, mm. one of which was a very attractive woman. And yeah. mm. she was we had Yelp shitless. reviews. We would have got like 20,000 stars. Because <laughs> all I heard for about 20 minutes afterwards was like, did you see the fire girl? Fire girl. There was a fire girl. <laughs> okay. You're yeah. welcome. Never, she was scared never do of what everyone you, here. Yeah. Everyone. Like never do what you did again, you little shits. But yeah. also, mm. I'm glad you had fun. <laughs> Fucking cunts. But. So with us today, we have <laughs> lovely fr- you're supposed to wait for the challenges part of the questions. Challenges. <laughs> that wasn't a challenge. She was sexy. Challenge was accepted. Fine. We have friends of ours who, obviously, as it's been spoiled, <laughs> uh, they run events here at mm. the club. Uh, so we have with us Prue and Andy. You've already heard Prue. Say hello, Andy. G'day. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> we do let That was speak. so Oz. I don't know. Yeah. Very Aussie. Yeah. That was Aussie. G'day. Yeah, g'day. G'day. Yeah. yeah. It and is an Aussie and podcast. And You're allowed to be Aussie. Don't, don't encourage him. The more Australian he gets, the more British I get. (laughs) (laughs) That's all fuckery tonight, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Excellent. This is going to go down really well. Should we all pick an accent and just like stick (laughs) with it? No, no, no. I can't do accents. Well, you can stay in just your Jessica form. Jessica. True form. No, what what can I do? Indian. You You always go Indian. I mean, you could. I've been locked down. What about if I went uh, South African for you? Yeah, South African's pretty good. I've been locked. How's it, my darling? (laughs) What are we doing this evening, huh? What are you doing I've, with your hand? It looks like I've you're been um, locked out of my house by <laughs> Andy before um, for what? a particular Texan accent. Yeah. The old boy locked you out, huh? Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a Texan accent. It's just because he wasn't feeling God in his heart and it just didn't feel natural to him. It didn't feel okay to let the Lord inside oh my as God. it does for me. Oh. <laughs> I probably would have locked you out yeah, too. Yeah, that's yeah, definitely yeah. Lock, if, t- if you start talking about the Lord, I'd be like, go fucking out. join another cult over there, babe. <laughs> Why do I want to defile the mouth like, that is speaking that, that accent Okay, so, so Lawrence, will have, Lawrence will have sex with yeah. you. <laughs> me and Andy are going to lock you out of the house. It's a 50-50 split. You either want to We'll go sit and have some whiskey. We'll wait for them to fucking straighten up. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. But on that note as well, so we do have a few um, 
I guess, members or guests asking about what our private events are. Yeah, so sometimes, so if you notice anyone who's on our website, we do have private events, usually on a Friday, what they are. Now, Prue and Andy, are we going to let, we'll talk about, we'll, 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 we'll let you introduce your own party. Yeah, you can introduce your party. No, Lawrence, tell us what you think no, yeah, yeah. we are. Okay, so <laughs> Prue and Andy wow. run a an event called Velvet Rope here at the club uh, once a month, so... On one of those Fridays, that's one of their parties. So people who ask, what are these events and how do we get in? Um, I guess people think that they're like VIP parties kind they of are. thing. They really oh, are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but VIP for OSS, whereas it's like, so what we have to yeah. get people to understand is that it's not really our party. It's a party hosted by a third party uh, promoter, i.e. you guys, yeah. who run your event here. And it's just a little bit different from how we would run our events. That's why we separate them. Yeah. yeah. So we obviously wanted to bring you guys in because we love your event. And it we love you guys too. We love you guys too. We love you too. Lawrence, I don't know if I ever Okay, told circle you and jerk. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tuesday. I don't know if I ever told you, but when we came to like hang out with Jess and see if that if we could like maybe have Velvet at OSS, I did a little bit of um, sort of tearing up and then was like, oh my gosh, she thinks that I'm a loser and we're never going to be able to like, be here. <laughs> I wasn't mean to her. <laughs> she was, Jess wasn't even remotely mean. She just was like, here's how everything runs and here's how I it all happens. I was just being professional. Like, oh, Oh, the professional. <laughs> <laughs> I sat them down on the couch and I was like, this is how we run our club. Mm. So yeah. we're very different to how you guys may run things, but this is how we do it. Yeah. I just remember <laughs> from like our very first sort of initial chats or I think you'd, we, we had agreed to do a party. And then I think Peru, you said to me at one point, it's just like, it's so amazing that like we, we you, have, you have glasses that we can use. <laughs> no, no, no. And mm-hmm. what about the bed We don't sheets? have to bring in. Yeah, and you have sheets. I don't, I don't have to make the sex sheet beds and mm-hmm. and, and there's spare sheets. Yeah. So good. Spare sheets. Yeah. And we also have people that look after your drink. It's so amazing. It's, awesome. mm. it's, it's, a, it's a special place. It is. So before we go too far down the- Rabbit hole. Jerking each other off with compliments. <laughs> can you tell us about Velvet Rope? <laughs> sure. Uh, well, so Velvet um, has been around for actually quite a while, and uh, it's a it's a kink party. We call it a kink party. Um, and it we is have, a kink party. It is a kink party. It <laughs> is a kink party. Um, but it's it's also like broader than that. We have an amazing community of people um, that are into many different things. Mm-hmm. So we have people who are into you know shibari, into rope, into impact play, into wax, into uh, all sorts of weird needles. Although I don't think he can say that weird out loud. and fucked up things. And <laughs> um, we're very welcoming of basically everyone within the kink community that wants to come and have an amazing time with us. Yep. Yeah, I think yeah. the biggest. So Velvet actually existed long before um, I turned up in Andy's life as like a house party um, in a bunch of sort of massive venues that he had, um, one of which I lived down the street from and have a distinct memory of walking past and spotting this extremely <laughs> handsome man standing outside this warehouse. And I was like, it damn, it I want to know. It fucking was you. <laughs> it was you. Own yeah. it. Um, okay. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, when... Velvet was kind of on hiatus when Andy and I met and um, we kind of got asked to maybe bring it back and Andy asked if I wanted to be involved and I stupidly (laughs) said (laughs) yes, even though I was only six months into my own kink journey um, 
And I sort of said to him, look, I come from a community organising background anyway, so I'm, I'm going to go pretty hard on the community aspects of what this feels like. I want, I want an event that feels like belonging. I want an event that feels like home. I want an event that has like a warmth and a welcoming and somewhere where you can be awkward for the first like 70 events you attend, but your 71th, you're like, yes, it's my family. Mm. Like I wanted that... Um, connection and that humanness and sense of belonging yeah and when you when you when you walk into a kink event I think um a lot of people are looking for that environment where their kinks are already um kind of accessible like they're already Mm -hmm. in their roles they're already doms or subs or switches or mistresses or masters or whatever they want to be and I think that's fantastic Mm. but I'm a messy very shy switch (laughs) so I kind of wanted an event where I was allowed to turn up and hang out with my friends and then decide to beat someone up what's a switch for people who don't know oh well a a switch would the dom like to explain what a switch is well obviously (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna domsplain uh So um, a switch is someone who enjoys uh, both the, the top and bottom roles in BDSM. Um, so they like to both give and receive. Well, um, well uh, that's more around control. Yes. So yes. The, the switch part of like a, a, a top or a bottom is the control and who relinquishes it and who takes it. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to complicate things, I'm a sadomasochistic switch. So hurting someone turns me on as much as me getting hurt. Okay. So my negotiations are complex. Yeah. What I get <laughs> so from So you're like, like a brat? Mm, kind yes. of? Yes, she is. Yeah? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm sh- like, are you... Well, no, it's actually, it's a yeah, there's a different level, there's for brats. When I'm, except for when I'm topping, because I'm not bratting yeah. when I'm topping. I'm holding that control in that space and I'm... But as a sub, you're a brat. Mm, no, no, the technical more, term is little asshole. Shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> little, little shit. Little shit. <laughs> this makes sense. It's a technical term. It's a, yeah, you'll yep. find it in the BDSM dictionary under Prue. Prue. Okay, I'll look it up later then. What I get from like the kink scene is it, it is incredibly nuanced. So much more I feel than just sort of the the swinger scene for want of a better explanation. It's like you guys have you're good complicated. Well, we also we don't have a choice but to use words, right? Mm. Like no, but I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to say it's a bad thing. It's just yeah. there's so many different sort of um, there's so many more a- avenues, paths that you go there's down. There's, there's like, so many yeah. different there's, options there's that you more, can do. The game tree dishes. is incredibly more complex. I there's feel more dishes on the menu. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like it's like swinging <laughs> for me like an entree where you can get like ten sexy entrees, but mm. then BDSM is when you get into like your mains, and it's like there's normally like forty of those. But what's and the difference like, between BDSM and kink if you're using them as a label? <laughs> So um. I guess I guess in <laughs> they, they, they are they're definitely used interchangeable. Um, kink, I, I guess, is just an all-encompassing thing because BDSM well, actually also, has a, an acronym. Yep. So mm. Kink also encompasses fetishes. Yeah, but um, yeah. So, so, so fetishes like foot fetishes mm-hmm. or no, that's the main one I remember. <laughs> there are, BDSM. There are, there are others, but BDSM stands for uh, bondage discipline. Uh, dominant, submissive, and sadomasochist. Um, so it's it's an acronym which has a bunch of different things in it, but it doesn't necessarily um, encompass the entire 
what we would say the kink scene. So some mm. people mm. might not be into all of those things, but they might be into something that is definitely kinky. Yeah, BDSM is really about the roles, about control and power and exchange and pain as the ingredient that might situate you mm. in that particular role and how mm. you enjoy it and those kind of things. Um, whereas kinky is more like, I don't know, you like being fucked in the wheelbarrow position. I'm not sure I know what that is. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm not sure I know what that is. But like if you're wearing gumboots oh. and <laughs> I just worked out how to fuck in a wheelbarrow position. Yeah, you nice. did. Nice. <laughs> I feel like we, this is good. We're getting all the like the – the foundations of this conversation, what, 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 what we're actually talking about. Well, because like we say, like we've got our red room downstairs or our BDSM room, but we used to- I, used oh, I just call it the dungeon. I call it the BDSM room because mm-hmm. it's just a different sex of plays. But you say that to a swinger and a lot of them kind of uh, I don't really get it. I or mean, they get like 50 shades of grey. I've been using that a yeah. lot lately and everyone's like, oh, I know that. I've seen that. And I'm like, sort yeah, of like that. Which <laughs> is fine and- Fifty Shades is yay for <laughs> opening eyes and things. Yes, starting the conversation. But for most of us in the scene, we were like, that's really not consensual. Mm. And I think that was the biggest thing. Mm. It's sexy as fuck to sometimes read those things. But when it blows up that big and that's kind of the mm. impression that people have of what kink is or what BDSM is, you're like, okay, but he should ask before he sticks his thumbs in her mouth. He should ask before mm. he removes mm. her clothes. She should ask before she does what she does as well. Like, mm. And you find a sexy way to do that. I mean, it sounds very much like, may I touch your left nipple? <laughs> the answer to which is usually yes. But like, <laughs> Why did you get British all, I was going to say. I was like, is it so, is <laughs> is there something about the nipple? No, that gets you? The, obviously the left nipple is British. Yeah. 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 But the, what's the right nipple? Hey, man, touch my right nipple, yeah. No, she's, she's Texan. <laughs> oh, my oh. God. Ha, then how does oh. it go? Mm. No, no, Andy no, will make no. me leave. He will literally lock me out. No, I'll turn You're down out. Andy's mic. You're out. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that, that probably brings up a, a really cool thing um, to to talk about too because um, one of the things I think that is, is different between, um, say, a, a BDSM party and, um, you know, a normal swingers night, and I've been mm. to plenty of the normal swingers nights here at OSS too, so I sort of know the vibe. Me too, way to exclude. Yeah, well, we have. <laughs> I'm just a really bad swinger, even though <laughs> yeah. I think it's really cool, I I'm really bad. I'm, I'm pretty bad too, but I like to watch. It's I'm fine. very shy. Um, <laughs> but in, in terms of, we, we have a thing that we do, and, it, and this doesn't help with the not thinking we're a cult thing because... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <don't admit> <laughs> you said it, we didn't say it. I know, that. I know, but we, we get Actually, up. Lawrence, you can probably guess what this thing is because I don't know if you remember, but you gave us heaps of praise about yeah. it the first yeah. time that we did it at the club. You're like, oh my so God, that was awesome. We, we, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I know what you're about to bring up. As, as, as the, the, the night sort of goes on and people are coming in and we're all, you know, getting to, you know, hang out and, and chat and then we'll get everyone to the, the, the front of the club or the back of the club. Um, we will force them into we'll tiny pockets them into of each tiny other's space. Of space <laughs> And we'll do it. We'll do what we like to call the announcements, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, we might just go through some of the things that they might need to know about the night. If there's a theme, or if there's something broken upstairs, sometimes we celebrate something birthdays. like that. We celebrate birthdays. We recently celebrated someone becoming Australian because yeah. he got his citizenship. And then we all sung um, "You're the, You're the Voice" at the top yeah. of our lungs. Was wow! Is oh, that why Down Under was playing that night? Mm, yes. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because I yes. heard a whole bunch of like Aussie yeah. songs, and I was like, "What is going on?" <laughs> we 
pay way but, too much so attention to our guests. So <laughs> the, the most important part of that, though, is um, we, we will at one stage uh, say, you know, remember, we have a saying here at Velvet, which is consent is... Sexy. Oh, Lawrence yeah, yeah, Lawrence knows it. And so we, we say that and everyone else yells, yells back sexy to us. Yeah. And um, and then Prue follows it up with and also mandatory. Yes, yeah. yes. But, but, but uh, you can hear it throughout the whole entire, like I normally am at the bar just because yeah. we stop serving drinks during that time. So everyone yeah. is actually paying attention. And you always hear everyone in the crowd screaming. It's like yeah. sexy. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of creates this moment where... Even if you're feeling nervous, even if you're feeling kind of disconnected or or if you're feeling super connected, you're all connected as the big list, the guest blob of who's in the in the club that night. Yep. Mm. It yep. creates this moment where it's like, we're all here to have a fucking great time. We understand the parameters. We've made a little slogan for them. Mm. Go forth and have fun. Yeah. About 2.5 seconds later, the middle the floor is, is completely empty. fucking empty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the kids, something. the kids have really been waiting that yeah. long. Yeah, yeah. But to go like bless their hearts, the they do wait patiently. I, you, I don't do. know how you've got them like this, but they wait also patiently to then after the speech go downstairs and fuck shit up. Yeah, but, it's also but nicely, not like fun. nicely yeah, fuck nice. shit up. I think the I think because because the drive for community was so strong, we we didn't do that we didn't make it a thing we didn't force it i think it just people recognized that it made them feel good mm. Mm. and then it made them feel good so then they told new people it would make them feel good and then it became a thing of its own that we didn't have to kind of mandate like yeah. and i think that's one of my favorite things about velvet is that i don't know it doesn't just belong to us it never never has that's yeah. why when we were telling um Lawrence and Jess before that um, <laughs> we, we did a podcast before, which is not true <laughs> at all. We did what we called virtual velvets mm -hmm. during the first shock lockdown of COVID um, where Andy set up a green screen in our tiny house. It was amazing. And there were many <laughs> cords in all of the places and we put out a shout out to the velveteers to make videos if they were locked down with kinky partners mm -hmm. or by themselves or whatever they wanted to do and they sent in content for us and we bantered. And made bad jokes and I <laughs> usually... Just give me flashbacks to COVID. Now. Yeah, drank Excellent. a lot of whiskey straight from the bottle. And <laughs> sometimes our cats would introduce the next video. And <laughs> it was just this really nice way <laughs> to keep amazing. us all in touch. And then as we were slowly allowed to have five people and then ten people, we had watch parties for little pods and they could mm. tell us they were in a pod and then we could Skype call the pod and say hi. And That's cool. It was actually a genuine missing of what is essentially just sort of a party with a lot of sex mm. yeah human connection pink. and touch yeah the touchy touchy yeah. is a really important thing i think people <gasps> forgot during covid how much like oh. just touch or well, just like, intimacy in general yeah. was like even if it's just a, like a hug or just seeing parents like it, even it doesn't have to be a sexual touch how important that element was for everyone person eye yeah. contact yeah, yeah. like even those walks those walks around like piemont walkers because i live in piemont it's like it's just such it was just having walks with other than people from my house because it's like i love the people from my house but the people from my house are with me 24 7 it's and i need like space sometimes so i don't blow up yeah <laughs> so it was nice having the walks yeah so it's good I, I, I will I will go back to something before too. Um, so the cons <laughs> consent is sexy thing because that was going back to something um, you were saying, Lawrence. With 
in terms of some differences between um, what what consent means for us, because like consent and se- consent is sexy is sort of our overarching thing, and that's to say that it's not unsexy to talk about consent. First of mm. all, yeah. that like you know it's a part of the fun um, is talking about hey maybe we could do this and maybe we could do this, um, but the reason we we, we um, put this sort of at the forefront of what we do is because within kink also there's a whole bunch of different layers to consent because, mm-hmm. you know, if you're just like hanging out with someone, you go on a date and you're like, do you want to have sex? <laughs> I and have then, a really good story for this. And then if the answer is yes and then you have sex, awesome. And consent was was done. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yep. But if mm. you're in a BDSM thing, um, then there's a whole bunch of other questions to ask because it's yep. like, you know, do you want to do the thing? And then it's like, yes, I consent to the thing. And then you're like, all of the things? And they're like... Sure, all well, of the things. And then you're like, so anal fisting's okay? You know? It, it, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's there's so many thinking. more things that people are into and you really need to actually break down what consent is there. And, yeah. And Can I please tell the story? Because it's very funny. Okay, yeah. It's very yeah, funny. It. It's it. about Listen. the time that <laughs> I came home and I was very drunk and you were tying a very, very lovely, amazing person and you were doing your consent chat mm-hmm. and I went to the kitchen mm-hmm. to get myself more whiskey, which is probably a bad idea. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, okay. And then I came <laughs> back and he'd done, all of the ro- he'd done all of the rope consent chat, which covers, like, how are you feeling today? What's your body like? Do you know what mm-hmm. your flexibility is like? Have you done this before? Like, all those kind of things. So they do all the chats about. And then he's kind of given his rope plan and I was like, did you ask consent for touching your vagina? <laughs> did you ask for consent for touching your boobies? And then Andy's just like, okay, she's really pretty. She has red hair. I'm so fucking excited about this tie and this drunk shit in the corner who has a fucking key won't shut up. And he got so overwhelmed that he turned to this incredible human with all of the seriousness he could possibly muster in his very domly face and said, do I have consent to touch your top genitals? After which I had to leave. I was kicked out, uh, not of the house, the room. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, get out of the house. I couldn't cope. I just couldn't cope. <laughs> I was I was trying to be technical and I I, I, I forgot to say breasticles. <laughs> so. so you wanted to see if it was fine for the top and bottom joined yeah. together, like breasticles? Actually, breasticles. What, what we later yeah. decided oh, breasticles. was- it's like was, tickles in the breast. Was yeah. he asking about yeah. the boobies or like the clitoris part the of the vagina because it is mm. higher generally? That's some news for people I know that but mm. like no. oh it's above oh fuck oh. this explains so much okay. <laughs> i was going all the way to the back I this know. whole time <laughs> <laughs> it smelled a bit funny but it was fine <laughs> why are you smelling it because he's a good boy <laughs> um ah yes yes so so but that that sort of like brings up uh, the, the idea that, you know, um, it, it, at our parties especially, so if someone wants to do a, a rope scene or an impact scene or something like that and they're talking to someone and they're, they're not play partners with them before, then the conversation should be going along the lines of, okay, so it's okay for me to tie you? Yes. Is it all right if I touch your, you know, um, breast area? Yes, that's okay. Is it okay, um, you know, would, would it be okay to touch your, you know, Genitals? Is it okay? Is to that kiss? okay? Is it but okay then to also, kiss? you actually have to think because everything we do in BDSM or kink that involves any level of pain or power exchange, it releases um, little what are they called? Buggy endorphins. things. Endorphins. endorphins. Dopamine. There's, there's serotonin. Some other things. Yeah, All the things. I can't All remember the what things. they're called. Anyway, brain drugs. Chemicals. Yes, thank you. It releases Free drugs. The chemi- <laughs> Free drugs. <laughs> it releases Ooh. the the chemicals in your brain. 
Mm. Once they're all running free and having a grand time, yeah. you could look at a burger and think it's a great idea to fuck it. Like, you, you have to... Is this to, because of experience? You have to do it beforehand mm. before you get them... Yes, yeah. you have to do yeah. it all beforehand. So right. if you're negotiating mm. a rope scene or a needle scene or an impact scene and there is some sexual play there, some tension, something, you actually have to acknowledge it because you cannot ask for consent afterwards. Mm. And no matter how much you beg, if you're the bottom, the best tops I know will say no. And then you no. have to deal with the sad that you didn't say, please fuck me after. Which is yes. Before you mean. Yeah. Yeah, but well, yeah before, 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 before you got so horny. Before you got so horny. You got so horny, then you were like, oh, You fuck. just should have known. I, I, I've tied with someone and it was fucking incredible. Like a really great rope scene feeling amazing and all I really probably would have wanted was just to be able to make out a little bit but we didn't clear it and so there wasn't even any kissing I think I got home and like macked Aww. Andy's face off <laughs> and he's like still lucky me still lucky, yeah. <laughs> I think I remember him distinctly saying go away <laughs> <laughs> he's so back to velvet rope yes oh, I just yes. got some so yeah, this is going to be true. You said Andy started this <laughs> before you came along. So how long ago yeah. did you start Velvet? Andy? So it, it, I, I was thinking about it the other day, and it's it's probably been about ten years since the first time that we. Oh, that long? Yeah, like seriously, like that that long. But for 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 most of the time, um, our party was uh, in in essence, it was a house party. Yeah. So like. I like I like superhero movies, so love love my Marvel movies. Um, and so you know, in the first Marvel movie, there's always the origin story. So yep. this is this is our origin. Yeah, story. I'm here. I'm down. Yeah. For it. So there was, there was a radioactive uh, kink spider. <laughs> no, no. And it bit Daddy. <laughs> Wait, no, no. what? On his bell end. <laughs> um, Where were you shooting your web from? A lot. So we. So the story goes: I was I was living um, at that time in a literally like five meter by five meter square box in the middle of Newtown, mm-hmm. um, not much room to move, um, and I occasionally had some people around to my place, and that was fun. Um, and uh, a bunch of us went to uh, a, a now discontinued uh, kink club night, which, which we can which say and awesome. mourn and love. Yes, and it was, be it was hellfire. For. It was well, hellfire. no, no, because I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, yeah, anyway. Um, but it was at a new venue, and so it, it, the, the organization was just a bit of a shambles. It took forever to get in, and then we didn't know what to do. And then we, we just left early, and we're like, screw it, let's go back to my place. Um, and we had about 25 people in this, like, you know, five meter by five meter box <laughs> and, and party till 3 a.m., um, not you know, caring about our neighbours, obviously. Um, and we were just like, hey, wait a minute, that means that, like, you can just like invite people to come to a thing and have fun. And it just sort of like the light bulb went on and a few of us got together and uh, rented a place together, mm-hmm. um, which is this weird space down in Marrickville, sort of like connected. Aren't to they all weird spaces in Marrickville? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's true. It's true. But, you know, <laughs> it's this dual level thing. And anyway, we, we, we got in there and, um, you know, we, we, we built some, you know, rickety kink furniture and stuff like that. And, yep. um, and we just started like inviting our friends and then we put up an event on on good old Fet Life, which yep. we barely use anymore. But um, and the club has a profile on Fet Life. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. we yep. do too. I don't think I've posted on it for years. Mm. Um, but we, and then we just sort of put it out there that if people wanted to come, and people came along, and we had to like you know you know do the application thing and get to know them, and you know we started running these parties. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, it got to the point where we literally had to do two parties a month just to. And, and tell people they could only come to one of them. 
Oh wow! Yeah, it was. But it was. You, wait, you how big was the venue? Like, you guys how many? Had about 50 oh, to 70, we had, right? 50, 50 to 60 people. Um, yeah. that was like sweat drops off the walls. Right, of. that was packed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, we moved to another space, um, which we tried to get going a little bit more. It was a bit bigger. It didn't work out so well. It took a little bit of a hiatus. Um, and then we met on Tinder. Uh, yeah, and then, <laughs> and then <laughs> when we were on hiatus. <laughs> I How long was the hiatus? I met met Prue. We were on hiatus for about a yep. year and a half. Okay. Yeah, thereabouts. I've never been to a Velvet I haven't run. Yeah. Um, so Prue didn't come to any in the old days. No. But I did get to know everyone from the old days. Yeah. Because I think that's one of the things, like, I'm a stepmom. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is, this is, it. I mean, she's my daughter now, she's, but like. She's a cool stepmom. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, but like, like the ones I watch on, like, Pornhub. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> You're well, you're Cher- well. Cherie huh? Deville, greatest <laughs> stepmom. Cherie Deville, just leave the boys to have a moment. But um, Sorry. anyway, distracted. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of came in um, at the end of that hiatus, and we were offered. Um, How long ago was this? Four years. Yeah, it's been about four years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then we, um, yeah, and and then we started doing it in um, some other venues, and mm-hmm. um, after COVID. Here in uh, OSS, and it's just gone because we were looking for somewhere. But we were looking for somewhere like safe and somewhere that had incredible values, like we yeah. have. Yes, bend over, I'm gonna kiss your butts. Like <laughs> we just a little bit more to the center. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> we were just we were just looking for somewhere that could feel like home because that's what mm. we built around Velvet, um, and it it's just been yeah, it's just. It just naturally has flourished into its own self again because it kind of got a bit big a little while ago. Like we were dealing with 300 guests, which given the kind of hands-on style that I run things and Mm. like any issues, anything that comes up, anything that people need, I'm there. Um, Kind of burnt me out quite a lot. Yeah. So getting it back to a level that meant we had like warmth and connection and joy. Mm. And I could actually do that and it wasn't a massive overextension and Andy wasn't dealing with, I don't know, 6 a.m. Peru sitting on the floor of an empty (laughs) club being like, how did they get condoms on the roof? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) I I, I think too, um, being that we came from like the house party roots, um, and I I say this to to new people when they're like, you know, what's what's Velvet like? And I usually say to them, have you been to a house party before? Uh, And they're like, yeah. I say, well, just think of a cool house party Mm. where there's also, like, lots of, like, fucked up, like, BDSM and sex. Plus, most people from the house party origin days, most of them still still attend. Like... That's great. Like, we haven't lost everyone. It's crazy. Where did the name come from? Like, who came up with this Uh, name? The name. Is it? Well, actually, so I'll just correct Lawrence a little bit. We we have been trying to just shorten our name to Velvet now for the the name as opposed to Velvet Rope. Um, (laughs) Look, it was was a bunch of... of How dare you? This is my podcast. Yeah, sorry. Did one of you steal one of those Velvet entrance ropes, which we still have, by the way. Talk about legacy. Yeah, so... So it's, it's, it's interesting because for a lot of people, they think it's because, we, like, we have people that do, like, Shabari and come And along. Andy's well-known and for I'm that I'm well-known well. for that as well. And, and I guess so was and, I. And a lot of people thought it had something to do with, like, rope in terms of, like, Shabari. Mm. But it actually didn't. So we were um, – the, the name of our party, the full name of our party used to be Behind the Velvet Rope. 
Now, the idea with that was um, we wanted it to be like exclusive, you know, like when you go behind the velvet rope at a yeah. club, it's like in yeah, the, the VIP, VIP section. So sorry, this is the VIP party, obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you, you know. We'll that, tell you how to get to us in uh, and, the end of the podcast. And we, did, and we did that. And we did that not in, not in sort of like a, a sort of a, you know, hey, we're all the beautiful people and, you know, no one else can come in, but it was more a case of um, when you come behind the velvet rope, you're 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 selected, you're safe because we've selected awesome people to be mm. in here. Yeah, yeah. it's and that sense that of like there's been a curation, there's been yeah, curation. there's been a thought, and there's been intention behind every ticket that's been released. Yeah. There's been explanations of rules and expectations, and so you do kind of a vetting process for people. Oh, yeah. do I ever? <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> sorry. Chris spends a lot of time vetting every person that does I think come we, along. we worked out that, like, if we actually did the maths and the hours and things, I'd get like $2.50 an hour <laughs> for this great endeavor. Um, <laughs> because I spend, I spend a huge amount of time with, um, anybody that wants to come that's new. I will do all of the vetting things, all of the chatting things. I'll do video chats if it's needed or voice chats. Um, lots of messaging. I'm also available for outfit consultation. Yes, I do get more nudes than he does. I'm welcome. <laughs> it's a girl thing. I yeah. get a lot of like okay. nudes for big parties for hours as well. Yeah. Like, Jess, what are you wearing? I'm like, fuck, I don't know. I'm like, I did, what, yeah. what, what event I are you never, talking about? I never know either. But what's very yeah. important is that you say back, This is what they should be wearing. Yeah. That looks yeah. fucking that looks great. Yeah. Or like, I, I can sort everyone else's so. outfit. Yeah, Mine is yeah, never yeah, sorted yeah. to like five minutes before we open. And actually, like, I get heaps of messages from boys. Because actually, mm. to be honest, boys kink, are hard. kink in men is really difficult. Mm. Like, Yeah, if you're not into leather... Yeah, do you, you want to be that guy in a suit? Do you want to be that guy in yeah. like jeans and a t-shirt? Like what what is the vibe that you kind of want to give off depending on who you think you are in your kink journey? Yeah. Are you ready for a harness? You're not ready for a harness because I guess the way you dress, especially with kink, it really does affect how people um, approach sure, you. What sure. I've, I've got two words for you. Buckle vest. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> buckle, buckle vest. Well, I've, I, I bought a buckle. So... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not very much into like kink fashion or leather or mm. harnesses or anything like that. I'm just like more the basic black sort of person. Yep. But um, going to Hellfire back in the day, it was always no effort, no entry. And so mm. I went and bought this um, buckle vest um, from Gallery Serpentine. It's, it is really nice. Literally yeah. 10 years ago now. And I think every kink event uh, that I've, I've been to that doesn't have another theme, that's my outfit. Yeah. So buy a one go-to outfit. One go-to. Yeah. yeah. Or one one thing that feels like it reflects you as like a pure kink human. So his buckle vest, when he puts it on, he just looks a bit domly. It's on. And by a bit domly, (laughs) I mean like actually domly, like kind of serious. Like daddy dom? Yeah. Yeah. It fits really well. (laughs) (coughs) (coughs) (laughs) 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 Wow. It fits really well. It sits really well. Like. It goes, it, it's really nice. Mm. Um, so pop quiz for you, Peru. Yes. You're the outfit consultation. What would I, what would I wear? You know a little bit about my personality. Like what, 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 do, what like, would you recommend you, I would turn oh, up? I, I was going to say, what in. do you normally wear or what would she recommend No, no, no. no. Like if I'm just like relinquishing my outfit control. Oh, what would you dress Lawrence up as? Coming, so if I was coming to Velvet, just Velvet, as a guest... I don't know. I feel like there's two Lawrences that I know, <laughs> and one what, of them. What are the two Lawrences? That you well, know? you know, one so of them would be way more comfortable in like <laughs> a button-down, probably collar open, black, really fucking nice tailored shirt, probably with cufflinks, like really 
clean and simple and there's a power in that in that simplicity that sits really easily and the other Lawrence that I sometimes like to pretend I know is the Lawrence that would be wearing like um so I know that in kink in particular like leather harness stuff is often um it often denotes sometimes um choices in sexuality as well so oh really yeah like a lot of leather harness stuff is worn by um some incredible gay men which is fantastically brilliant and sometimes sometimes it's a very complicated situation but sometimes (laughs) there is like uh, there are leather people that are into actual leather that are like you've forgotten the lineage and all those kind of things however things only remain a thing if they can grow and change so there's actually been a growth in men wearing really sexy harnesses and maybe they're a little bi or maybe they're not maybe they're straight whatever the orientation mm. is the harness doesn't denote that yep the harness isn't tied to that community the harness is instead tied to like a type of power mm-hmm. and there's a harness that comes down over your shoulders and then has like a straight line yep across, across your the, running perpendicular I think across, you your, have that. Yeah. across your sternum yeah and yeah. and i think that if you walked in in that, half the world would find it very difficult to get back up off their knees. It, it's either that or a mankini. <laughs> okay. but, but a black but one. That a black was one. a private I fantasy. Al- <laughs> but I, I also think you have that though. I don't have that particular harness. Oh, I we, have a do we one, sh- one shoulder harness. He's got a few harnesses. Yeah. So we did. I like the one shoulder We did harnesses. dip into a few because every time we did like, we had like a Game of Thrones Mardi Gras parade that we did. Mm. And you went as Jon John Snow because you were one of the main men. And he had like his Jon Snow's a, the one ha- one shoulder across yeah, the chest. Yeah, he had the one shoulder. I actually think Which it, it probably worked because like, yeah, having that across the yeah, for those playing at home, Lawrence's chest could well pull off the straight line across. Like, it's just goes just above playing the pants. Playing at home. I like, like you would don't listen really to us. Just fuck yourself while you listen to Jesus it. Jesus Christ. Wow. <coughs> so, so Peru's just let her on to a little, little fantasy. Ex- that was a little exciting. That was very exciting. <laughs> Maybe I should turn the air conditioning on in here. I'm getting a little warm. <laughs> You're making Lawrence blush. I'm getting well a little done. hot under the collar. <laughs> In my chesticle area. My yeah. upper genital. Upper, upper genitals. Does Prue have permission to touch your upper chesticles? No, we can't ask for permission on behalf of other people. I'm sorry, oh. Jess. I'm so sorry. Oh. Prue, you ask. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say about being shy? <laughs> <laughs> um, we can write it down. Wait, is written consent the same as verbal consent? Uh, yes, as long as you've seen the person holding the pen. Okay, cool. And they've written it down themselves and then passed it to you themselves. Yeah, that, like to be part of the Because I was like, sometimes, yeah, yeah like if you do like note, like only thinking because like schoolgirl fantasy, when no. you pass notes, Actually, I'm like, is that oh, a yeah. cool like so every year, consent? Every year we have the back to school birthday for the man who's just oh, turned yeah. how old? But anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> he went to school one day. Yeah. I had someone be like, I'd like to tie my partner up and then she's going to have a bunch of pre-written notes and yeah. we'd like to invite people around to kind of do that and I was like ah, I'm really fucking sorry that's mm. not a thing you'll also find that there won't be a single velveteer who'll take a note and actually act on it yeah because they just they're, they're like this is not consent that's not mm. that's not active enthusiastic consent it hasn't come from the person you're doing the thing to yeah and it also involves the complicated thing of like he's doming her he's topping her and then there's all and then if they extras. enter that space at his invitation 
are they also accepting the invitation to be under his control or to be controlled in that scene space by him? Yeah. So it kind of creates a layer of complexity where I was like, nah, bro, sorry. (laughs) But they still came and had an amazing time and they found a different way to do it. I was like, look, if you find a bunch of people and you get Mm. pre-consent, go to town, which is exactly what ended up happening. Yeah. There's enough people that would have jumped on that fantasy. Yeah. 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 You just got to... Yeah, you just gotta you do the pre work for it. The damn thing up. Yeah, you gotta do all the work for it to enjoy the yep. after. I think I think play. that that yeah. sort of like brings up the that sort of other principle we have of like humans first. Mm. So, you know, when we go into a scene space with someone or we, you know, um, uh, doing a group scene or something like that, any of those sorts of things, what we want to know is that people have, like, humaned first. So they yeah. have the conversation as human beings, not as the roles that they're going to play. So not as a dom talking to a yeah. sub or a sub talking to or, a dom. Yeah, yeah, or a yeah. character or something. People, yeah, like people anything on equal, like that. equal yeah. level mm-hmm. of power. Yep. And, and, and yes. we're, probably, we're probably a bit sort of like – that's sort of like a new school – BDSM kink sort of thing in in terms of um, not assuming predefined roles just coming into something. I know in the old days it was like you know the the the, the DOMs would be DOMs twenty four seven and and things like that. And yeah, we, we we like to say look you know when you when you switch into that role, go for it. And, it's also so it. much more impressive but when you've negotiated as humans. Yeah, do it and as then you first. feel it click in and you're mm. like, oh, I made so many good decisions. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah. When, when did you feel that started changing? Because I, I can imagine, like, you know, the, uh, I guess, the <laughs> Me Too movement, all that. Um, there's been, a, I feel like, a, a, quite a big cultural shift, just mm. not obviously in the kink scene, but, like, uh, socially around the world, at least in the Western world, Yeah. Um, in the last, say, five years. Yeah. I, Massive shifts. Like, has, Is uh, it five? Yeah, yeah I, I, I think actually I think it's more like eight, but that's okay. You're only talking to a pretty hardcore feminist. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, heard a noise, gotta wait. I, I, actually, I, no, I I am, I definitely am. But more than anything else, I I want everyone to be able to feel comfortable and to be able to realize themselves. So I'm just as protective of my tops as I am of my bottoms, and I think it's really important to empower both to say yes and no. Because mm-hmm. there's also a thing that happens where you're just having a grand night and then someone walks up and asks mistress if she needs her shoes cleaned and you're kind of like, mistress is about three years old right now and is really enjoying her bubble fizzy drink. <laughs> can you may- maybe go away? Like doms and tops can also be kind of forced into spaces that weren't negotiated. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something that I've been really aware of as a switch. I'm like, nah, we all use our words. Mm. You want to sub out, ask my consent or ask the consent of the person you want to do that to as well. Like, don't just assume that it's okay. What do you, yeah. what, what do you mean sub out? Um, like relinquish your control. Okay. Um, or perform in a particular way, like um, a little or something like, like end that. scene almost. Yeah, like... Like be like, okay, this like scene or play is now over. Mm. Yeah, like, and I, I want everyone to speak to each other like human, human beings. And there are, of mm. course, there are massive aspects of people's personalities, which is fantastic and brilliant. But if you're going to negotiate a scene and if you're going to move through your multiple personality spaces at a party, make sure you're not forcing someone else to respond in a way that they're not comfortable with. Mm. Yeah. And I, I think that um, just in, in the kink scene um, that, uh, you know, I, because I've, I, as I said, we've been running our parties for about ten years, and I've been in the scene for 
you know, a, a little bit over that. Uh, not that much over that, but... Um, that was one of my questions that I haven't yeah. asked. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. But um, you're on, you're I, I know I've, I've seen sort of the, the, the yeah. switch <laughs> over teams. from sort of what would be considered the, the, the old guard BDSM type people mm. um, and sort of the, 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 the new school um, type BDSM people. And I, I think the difference is um, a lot of that human first um, connection to say that, you know, we're humans first and then we're BDSM players second. But also the massive embracing of queer culture and things like that as yeah. well. Because I think, um, like for me, Velvet was always really important because kink is really fucking heteronormative. Like... Kink is. Well, yeah, like you think back over in, the conversations our, that we've had, a lot of the times sphere, that I've yeah. said something about a dom, I've also attached he or him to it, which is deeply annoying because I'm a <laughs> really good dom too. But like, She is. Um, Not for me. Oh, <laughs> but you're so cheap when you're a good boy. No. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> he will lock you out again. Oh, he can too. <laughs> <laughs> Did you forget your keys? Yes. No. <laughs> Um, but I mean, I think um, embracing that um, queer culture and that recognition of a fluidity of self and that um, in terms of feminism and some of the evolutions that it's kind of been through, there's both a right to pleasure and being pleasured, but there's also a drive in the new wave to pleasure in return. And I think that that's kind of led to this, uh, these better conversations, this capacity to embrace and to be part of more spectrums of feelings and and spaces and conversations that lead to an event that feels more open and warm and less judgmental you don't walk in feeling like you have to be something or perform as something Mm. you walk in feeling more afraid that someone's probably going to see you for who you are and I think that's... As you really are. Like yeah, when you, yeah. Like you're saying the, the, ma- the, the, the mask you actually wear is the one you wear when you're in normal society, regular some, society. I think sometimes, yeah. Or not a mask. I think it's just obviously when it comes the to... The persona that you have for... Well, yeah. yeah. And when it comes to sex and desire and play, you're obviously not allowed to do it in the office. Although, damn. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it's not so much a mask as, 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 it is, as it is like giving permission to the... One piece. of the ids. Yeah. yeah, giving permission to the pieces of yourself mm. that aren't always allowed to be present because mm. society and it's super not okay to masturbate or not bust no matter who you are. Yeah. But like you're kind of giving permission to those creatures to come and play. Yep, yep, yep. And I wanted to create and we've created together a space that means that so many different ids can turn up mm. and all feel. Like how feel you point at Lawrence then? Because he said <laughs> id, because it's an important word and I used it correctly in a <laughs> sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a question that I have. It's kind of, it feels a little anecdotal. Jess and I, a little bit of background on the, the, the question is like, back when we first opened OSS some like eight years ago now. Some eight years ago. We... <laughs> We tried to sort of dabble in hosting kink events. I can't remember if we had someone help. We had someone helping us, but we still promoted it on our website uh, as one of our events, and it just sort of started to crumble. It just sugar and spice or something. Whatever it was, and it just didn't work. Like uh, I feel like there's this, and this brings me to my question. I wonder if you you have any thoughts on this. Is do you feel that there's some animosity between the two groups? Say like kings, kingsters, and swingers from velveteers. No. Yeah. 
because we are also an incredibly sex and desire positive party. Because I don't, I don't know if you guys know. I'm sure you do because intelligence. Um, <laughs> but most kink parties across the world are not at sex on premises places. Yep. Sydney's actually one of the only cities in the world that hosts sex on premises kink parties. So oh. most kink parties, even in Melbourne, most kink parties, you do not get your pink bits out. You do not get your rude bits out. There is no sex. And What's I the th- limit? Oh, it depends on the venue. But it's mostly based around like keep your vaginas and your peens where they belong, which is in your pants. Can you touch it through? Fabric? Um, I think so, probably, depending on the venue, depending on the DMs, depending on the people that are running and, it. So, and, and a lot of them actually uh, happen in, like, nightclubs and things like that, like yep. licensed venues. Yeah, <coughs> yeah. And yeah like, you certainly can't do it there. You definitely can't do it there. there there's defi- <laughs> definitely well, <laughs> There is something called bathrooms. Yeah, there's fuck. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? I've had sex in a club. In a toilet? Yeah. <laughs> I've had a DJ deck. Andy? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, well, this is why <laughs> this, I think about this because, uh, as I said, when I, we, I messaged you about uh, coming on the podcast, is like there feels, it feels like you, you guys have successfully, like, you find you find you found this lane, and you there's I wouldn't say blur the line. I don't feel like that's the right phrase, but no, not because we're not kinks, really you're, you're you're definitely a kink party. I would say like yeah. I wouldn't confuse it with anything else. But very sex positive kink party. Mm. Yeah, and I'm yeah. totally okay, and we're totally okay, and we celebrate the fact that sometimes kink does lead to sex, and yep. sometimes sex is more important than kink, and. Like if you're in a space with consenting human beings where you can ask those questions and explore those desires, I'm not going to tell you you shouldn't definitely have sex. Velvet is very proud of its orgies, except mostly (laughs) I'm also very jealous of them. But that's okay because I'm working. Um, (laughs) You can make up for it later. Mm, Yeah. Um, (laughs) um, But I I think for us that sex positivity is what makes it look like we've kind of crossed that boundary mm. but then a huge amount of our velveteers as well are very polyish i guess very mm. open um they're really good with their negotiating and things like that so mm. for them the encompassing of kink into a desire space and the questions they need to ask and the way they need to work and play with each other it's kind of second nature and that mm. got built not just by us it got built by everybody that kind of came and found that to be a really comfy, nice, incredible vibe and then encouraged it and then encouraged it more and then referred people who were already told about it and how it would be. And so, yeah, I think, I think the other, the other difference is, and, and this is, um, I was actually chatting to someone about this at at the last party. Um, and, and this isn't like, there's, there's no disparagement here. It's just, uh, (laughs) <laughs> I, so so first of all like we're really community based so like we actually um see a lot of the people that we have to our parties at a whole bunch of other things and like they see each other and they there see each other there's munches there's pods there's polycules there's like everything everything going on out there <laughs> so it's a really tight-knit community of people um that, that but not closed but but not closed like really welcoming to outsiders but not closed and, and also it's like intention. So for us, um, like when someone comes along to Velvet, we say the intention should be that you have an amazing fun night, whatever that is. And for some people, that's just like standing at the bar all night talking to people. 
Like, yep. you know, Prue's not the only one that just stays at the bar talking to people all night. No, me and there's my like, shy friends, we hang out. There's a whole bunch of people that just do that and, and like, don't even go upstairs or downstairs or anything. Um, and they've had an awesome night because they've been able to connect with the community. Um, and then there's, there's people that go downstairs and do fucked up things there. <laughs> people that go upstairs and do fucked up things there. But the intention is never, okay, I'm going to go to this thing and we're going to have a threesome or we're going to do this or we're going to, you know, there's no intention to say, you know, this is the thing that I'm here for. It's, Having it's, said that, people do plan things. But no, no, they plan things, but it's not like uh, it's... It's not the drive behind attending. Yeah, the drive behind attending is that this is a community that I'm Yeah, it's not of. the reason that you buy the ticket. Yeah. And I guess that's one of the reasons why we have, um, we don't have gendered pricing or anything yeah. um, and we never have. Um, and we don't do and couples tickets. Yeah, differences or and that kind of like that, that yeah. kind of folds back into the like everybody's human first, mm. and we've been privileged enough to never have to worry about ratio. <laughs> mm. yep. So, like we've never, no. if there's any um, men out there in Sydney who are interested <laughs> in a kink party and who are lovely yeah. people, please contact me. <laughs> At whiskey kisses underscore on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, we're a little short of blokes. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Decent dudes are hard to come by. Mm. They are the true unicorn sometimes. Yeah, yes. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I th- yeah, I feel like <laughs> Should I, I say yeah? Just no, maybe it just sort of <laughs> it echoes back to what you were saying about like there's maybe the changing of a, a, a there's a, there's a sort of a a shift in the in the way the community is sort of orientating itself. Maybe, like you said, the the changing of the guard between the old school and the new school mm. well, is bringing a little bit more of a a fluidity. Yeah, fluidity, but also equality. Yeah, yeah, but like, I think it's just that's a natural changing. I'm hoping within all of the communities, yeah. not just yeah. kink base. I think that's yeah. just a like you know you have your big like yeah. is it like a Venn diagram where mm. the yeah. you got your big main one and then you yeah. have like your little side ones. I like feel like Polly yeah. though of all like the, if you if you put people into little groups and circles, it's just like Polly sort of skirts between both of them more so than the other two. Yeah. Together, yeah. so you're calling so like, like the big circle Polly, and then you've got your little little boobies on the side. It's yeah, like yeah, like Polly, like Polly blends they're in. Called, and only you guys can see yeah. my they're stupid arms. They're called, called top genitals. Right. <laughs> oh Damn it, top is up here, the bottom's down here. Yeah. So if we had a graph, like an open, non-monogamous, something, but then I guess like Vanillas. kink doesn't come under non-monogamy. Mm. Yeah, it does. Not always, right? Yeah. No, not always. Not always. Not always at all, and I'm really supportive of that as well. Because like, it can be completely monogamous, right? Yes, it that, can. This is the thing yeah. where it's sort yeah. of like most, then this is purely anecdotal, most of the kinksters I know are non-monogamous. Yep. But, I mean, I guess I, w- I wouldn't be in the circles that I, I find myself yeah, in. I'm not going to find the, the monogamous ones because why, mm. would, I, why well, would I be hanging around them? I think well, that's one of the things that I always remember. Um, yeah, Velvet is an amazing community. Yes, it's incredible. Yeah, we're... Probably at some sort of forefront of some weird epic change, which is actually reflected both in society and in us. Mm. Um, but kink also is something that often belongs to couples. There's a huge amount of kink that is done privately and there is a huge amount of events that are completely different than ours. And so in terms of the kink community as a whole, even in Sydney, it, there's so many different spaces. And I think that's one of the most important things I say to people when they turn up or when they want to go to something or they feel uncomfortable for the first 70 parties. I'm like, <laughs> well, is this your fishbowl? Like, 
are you looking for something different? Like you don't have to force yourself to fit where you don't. Mm. Like if you are looking for a more monogamous event where you go and you play with your partner in public, it's probably not going to be velvet because you will possibly be approached. Like yeah, there will be that sense there because velvet does have an openness and mm. I just hope that they have the confidence and comfort to say no with dignity mm. and joy. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if like kinks tend to be non-monogamous because uh, like we said earlier, it's so varied. Mm. Yep. And the, the partner you may have... May not may be not, very good rigor. Yeah, not be interested in doing yeah. something yes. like that. And yeah. so if you're yep. open to like, I'm on, I want to do, you have this idea of yeah. I want all these activities, but my partner isn't a rigor, doesn't like mm. wax play, whatever it is, I hate wax play. Yeah. <laughs> you hate wax play in the club. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. As, a, as a logistical I thing, say, I, I like, like doing it. I was going to say, I was like, you've done wax on multiple girls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. what? Explain. For any velveteers listening at home, mm. welcome to the cleaning kit concept. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's sort of like it lends yeah. itself to, well, my partner can't do this, but is it all right if I have a yeah. scene with someone else? Um, that's so true. And that's I think, so I think, true. I think that you'd, you'd, you'd find, and once again, this is like being a little bit generalised, but uh, you, you probably find there's a lot of couples that might have uh, monogamous like sexual relationship and then might well, do like uh, allow their partners to explore play with others but as I don't, well. No, I because wanna, because I wanna, it doesn't have to be like just because you do be rope sexual. or impact, it doesn't mean that you then have to have sex. But I kind of want to add something. So. There's also this particular style that I think quite a lot of velveteers kind of kind of have, mm. and I guess we have it too. Is you have your nesting partner or life building partner, the mm. person that primary shares your bills, yeah. not necessarily. One Prim- you could be emotionally invested with. Yeah, pri- mm. primary is kind of more a poly-ish mm. word and Prue doesn't like poly words, but mm. that's because, uh, anyway, podcast too short. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's um, a whole other podcast. So you kind of have your life building partner mm-hmm. and that's your human person. And maybe there's like two or three of those. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, okay, you get into poly territory. But then especially... <laughs> <laughs> they have crossovers. But then especially with kink, you have these people that you have incredible also long-term relationships with there's no better word than a friendship but you share something so more and so much more and sometimes you do have sex and sometimes you do play Mm. and you share this particular kink connection that's really worth holding on to Mm -hmm. for both of you with the connection as well does it always have do you find like their relationships are always based around sexual parts as well? Or was it like, could it just be like, you know, obviously you have your nesting partners and then you have somebody who's like, say, like you rig, yeah. Andy, and it's like, well, I'd happily let you tie me. But mm. I'm like, well, sexually, I'm like, I I just want to be tied. And then I'm like, okay, I'm done. Like, yeah. I'm euphoric now. Yeah. Like to me, that connection's not there. Yeah, like that's, I, yeah. I, that's I don't I mean. have like, that. Like, I, but like I love I love sex and I love rope, but, but that th- they just don't cross for me. Yeah, yeah, but that doesn't mean that you and Andy couldn't theoretically continue that closeness and that because of that bond through the mm. rope mm. through that bond. Yeah, and that bond is meaningful in a way, which is why I get all shitty with Polly. That doesn't <laughs> that doesn't have a description. It doesn't have an easy little box to put it into. Yeah. Mm. Like there are these particular types of kink bonds that we form in terms of play and the connection that you have in that play yeah. that are really meaningful to kinksters. Because I think one of the things that sometimes gets a bit forgotten, or not forgotten, just maybe not talked about, is that kink is like, it's an actual sexual 
identity. Mm. Like it's it's not just a yeah. fantasy thing. It's part of your sex life. Yeah. One of the reasons I'm really bad swinger is because I'm <laughs> shy. But also, I don't really like sex without some kind of pain exchange. Yeah. I don't care if I'm hurting you or if you're hurting me, whatever. feels natural, whatever's been negotiated. But if something doesn't hurt, I don't want to do it. There are <laughs> heaps of swingers like that. And this is where I think, like, yeah, there's but so I've many. I've been in trouble at gangbangs before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Back are you the, yeah but I got banned. There can be a level, oh. though. But I feel like. You can come to ours. There I, is a level, and I, 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 I feel like between all the groups, say, like, the this kind of open lifestyle, uh, lots of groups that we have, poly, kink, swinger, whatever else, anything mm. like that, there's always line blurring. Not everyone fits into every neat little box. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, and the important thing is to use your words but at, to the best of your ability. You don't have to get it right all the time. There's always a margin of error because we are humans. We're going to get things wrong. But there is an expectation with Velvet in particular that you will be as honest as you can, mm. even if that changes or shifts. Yeah. that's uh, That brings me to something like, even in the swinger community and like people have said, oh, we don't like the term swinger. Even like even that term, right, is, is problematic yeah, for some like people. people like to use lifestyle over swinger. Yeah, but even that is just like, oh, that sounds a bit wanky in itself. But like, you know, even within, like, I'm just going to use it. In the, even in the swinger community, there's a lot of um, line blurring between what what is a swinger and like people who come to this club and like you, like you were saying about the t- types of relationships you're going to have with t- mm. certain people. And I think people often, like they conjure an image in their mind about coming to OSS or, or a swinger club where it's, I just go there with my partner on my own, have sex and then walk off and then, and then that's the end of my night and experience until next time. And for mm. some people that's what it is and that's what they like to do. I find for a lot of people there is a community with that in themselves, yeah. right? They'll come, they'll make friends. Um, that aren't necessarily all people they have sex with. It's just a group of people that they like or that they do have sex with, but then they do other things. They might go to a movie together. Yeah. They might, you know, they get to know each other. They get to know each other's families. And it's kind of this, it's a, a blend between swinger, but then it's like they're really close friends. Are they poly? They know each other. It's sort of like, what do you call them? It's just like, no, I think people just identify however they want to identify. I'm just a bit, I'm just a bit mushy. And I, I have, like, a lot of people that fall into that category. Yeah. Like, people that I maybe occasionally play with, people that I have really long connections with, people that I have intensely close friendships with. And most of those relationships don't really ever take sex off the table. But it's not the reason why we're sitting at the table. Yeah. Like, we're sitting at the table because we love yeah. talking. We love yeah. doing things together. We love going to events together. There's so much support and care for our lives, for children, mm. like for all those kind of things. <laughs> so I just I just mushed them all together and I just yeah. called them my loves. And then if someone new turns up, I'm like, here is my loves pile. And that usually scares them off. Mm. But <laughs> <laughs> and if it doesn't, you're like, well, you're part of the love. Yeah. So it's okay. Or, or, and then maybe come a little, they become a little bit more important and then they become partner identified mm. and yeah. Not more important, but like denoted in a different way. Mm. I think, I don't know. I, I, I think people are less um, concerned about labels now as well. Um, but labels are important to tell us who we think. Yeah, we kind I know, of but, are but it also, set, but also, boundaries and labels, expectations. Labels so sometimes um, 
pigeonhole you into something that you're not, or and, that you don't, or want that you to don't be. want to be. And and so I think I think um, especially for the the younger generation, um, the it, it's just an idea of you know well I'm just I'm a hedonist. I enjoy pleasure and fun and connection which and, is totally and fine I, until I, a hedonist meets another hedonist and then they have a meltdown at velvet and i say now you have to use your words yeah no no, no but i'm but what tell I'm, each other how you <laughs> feel but what, I, what i'm saying is is that rather than just labeling it oh i'm a swinger i'm a kingster i'm a this i'm a that i'm poly it, people um are, are less likely to want to put hard labels onto it except mm-hmm. for Some, defining ourselves in opposition to normal yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's it, the only label that you want is not normal um, yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I think you're, you're the normal that's not mundane. Yeah, it's, it's just yeah. sort of rejecting. Because I, I feel like we're normal. We're just not mundane. Yeah, we're not boring. And, and I, I think that I think that um, you know, for a lot of people, their idea of swinger is more you know the the, the couple that has the picket fence and the you know the the house and the two point five kids who get naughty you know, once a year when they go to something. Um, okay, this does show your age, darling. I'm just saying that's, that's the, the that's yeah, yeah. cultural the, the image. Cultural yeah. image. And for a lot of people, obviously that doesn't go. And even for, for Kingsters, like a lot of people go, you know, oh, but I'm not into, you know, leather and techno music. And I'm like, that's good because I hate techno as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you know, it's, it's like, you know, uh, it's, it's um, a perception of what, you know, kink might be from, as a culture. And or as a label, and then as they come in, they're like, "Oh, I can actually be myself, but and I also be my authentic self." Yeah. yeah, and I think it depends on your mindset right from the start, whether you're a swinger or a kingstar, or whatever the fuck we've identified is around the same pod of things in between. If you come into a space, and the only person you're thinking about is yourself, plus maybe your partner. You will not see the other people in the space as humans, as having their own feelings and needs and thoughts about something. But if you're one of those people that walks into the space and immediately sees other people as human and is interested in that humanity, in their lives, in them, as well as interested in maybe sex or kink or play or swinging or whatever it is, then you're going to make those connections. So you're going yeah. to have that war. So essentially, we're all emotionally, socially, and intellectually intelligent humans. Yeah, and yeah, that's probably of, why of, we uh, yeah can a lot of us are associate actually. with each other so s- smoothly. I guess. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that's also why, like, when we have new humans turn up, we go out of our way to kind of take care of them because yeah, there's new to kink and there's new to BDSM and there's new to swinging, but there's also new to like. I'm sorry, you sort of walked into a space that expects you to think about yourself, your place in the yeah. world, and how you affect others and how others affect you. So it's a bit of a learning curve, like as which, in like very steep. Which is probably <laughs> why it's taken so long for all these movements to happen because these are challenges that you need to educate people on in such a deep and emotional way. Well, this is what we pay therapists for, right? Yes. And um, <laughs> you, you bought a ticket to a party <laughs> and you're like, oh God, personal change. Yeah. Like, well, this is why we have you, right? Oh. <laughs> it, is a, it is a huge part of what I do. Because I think no, but you do it too effortlessly as well. Like I see you, and you're like, "Mummy just needs to get a drink." We suck, yeah. and I'm like, "Come to the bar, come see me." And you're like, "Mummy, okay, kids, I'm just like, like, just mommy go out." Of, I, so, um, I tend Andy and I make a joke, and we call ourselves "Mummy and Daddy" at Velvet, yeah. um, which everybody really likes, no matter what 
kink role they occupy. <laughs> There's nothing cuter than a like quite intense dom scene or a mistress scene. Yeah. And well, having them turn around and go, Mama, look, I'm playing. And I'm <laughs> like, oh, little duck, I'm so proud. <laughs> well done, darling. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think we took those kind of roles on because there is something to the concept of a parent that's both nurturing and protective but also lets you go yeah, and gives you somewhere to orient yourself and come home to. But you're also the one that also can control the situation and bring the rules in. Yeah. Bring the rain when the kids are up. Yeah. Acting naughty. Yeah, which happens very rarely. And also everyone's so respectful. It's ridiculous. Your kids are well trained. The one time (laughs) they did throw condoms on the roof, I had to only say it one time. And then people would leave Velvet being like, all my condoms went in the bin. In the bin. I put them all in the bin. I was so proud. (laughs) How the fuck did you get them to the roof? I don't, I didn't know. It wasn't here, thank God. Because I would have been like, I just "Mm." poked them off. It's like, it's like, (laughs) it's like like flicking the the pickle at McDonald's. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I imagine that situation. I mean, we used to have people put the condoms on the bin lid like literally get to the bin and wow, just be like on the lid on that- the lid or like <sighs> oh the other night i saw people trying to put them back into the condom bowl like condoms used into the condom bowl and i was like ah, uh, what the fuck that's not a great choice no 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 this was this was another pro- uh, event it wasn't it was another event. I'm not going to say what the <laughs> fuck event it was. But I literally walked in and I was like, ah, uh, like I, the words didn't come out enough to be like, what the fuck? I was like, ah, and the guy was like, I just like turned around and put it into the bin. But I was like, to be fair, maybe he just doing? had really, really good sex and he was super addled by the whole situation. And he thought, if I put it back oh, I was where baffled. I found it, I can't be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I was. I was literally baffled. I was like, what the fuck's just going on here? And I was like, I was just in the middle of like walking down with cups. So I was a bit like, mm-hmm, like <laughs> caught me at the wrong moment. Otherwise it would have been, I mean like, I'm going to rub your face in that. <laughs> because it is that type of party and I will fucking do this shit. <laughs> but you know, I, I, I couldn't because I had my hands full. Probably safer. It was yeah. so much safer because then I sent Trip up and I was like, Trip, <laughs> go deal with it. I wouldn't have been, I would, I wouldn't have been that No, <laughs> no, no, no. I was not a happy camp. I came down and I was like, chocolate bar, chocolate bar, chocolate mm. bar. <laughs> so where do you see Velvet in going forward? Well. Living at OSS, please. Yes and thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we've, already changed the, we've already changed the name, so it's Velvet. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, we've <laughs> <laughs> we've well achieved done, our very Lawrence. short-term goals. In one day, we'd like to change our name. <laughs> done. We've done that. Um, and yes, you will be week, living monthly, at OSS. monthly, yearly, five-yearly. Let's, what's I've the already plan? planned the next year, so, so you guys are still here. <laughs> we're, we're, planned, we're planned for the next year. Uh, <laughs> so that's, that's, uh, that's where we go. Look, I, I no, guess, Andy... I'm not sure you can say this because on a yeah. very personal relationship level, mm-hmm. he cannot plan further than about two weeks in advance. Mm. The rest of the time is grey and foggy and doesn't exist until it it's is true. happening. It's yes, true. but I've included you in on the planning, so you I'm, both are yeah, well aware I'm of okay. your day. So technically, <laughs> it's a dual yeah. relationship going on here. So I, I guess um, one of the, the the cool things is that um, we we do have a community that loves getting together and we just want to continue that at the moment. Um, that's, that's really the, 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 the key thing. And but there's um, also an awareness that um, people's lives will change and shift. And yeah. so we, we will, I mean, we and always go in and out and of the yeah, scene. Yeah. So it's, it's retaining those yeah. core values and hoping that people still respond yeah. in the same way that yeah. they do. And we keep having incredible events and mm-hmm. we're able to, 
to celebrate our 10 year anniversary probably at a fucking schoolgirl party because yes. I Yay! love you. <laughs> you know, I don't own any schoolgirl outfits. I actually thought I had one. I always borrow from people. Mm. I have 12. Yes. Have I borrowed borrowing yeah. from you? Um, <laughs> one, for every, one for every year of school. That's right. Oh, That's right. No, 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 it's pretty much, yeah. It's like, actually, no, because a lot of people want, they, they don't have outfits, so I do a lot or of they, dressing. Or they leave them. Yeah, or there yeah. there are some schoolgirl outfits left. People yeah. people come over to tie with Andy, and there's already like maybe um an intention to play or something, and they're like, "What do you think he's gonna like? What should I wear?" And I'm like, <clears throat> "Got a schoolgirl skirt," and they're like, "No," and I'm like, "I have 12. <laughs> I okay. got your outfit. If you can cover socks, I got the rest. <laughs> um, yeah, but I I, I think um it's it, it's one of those things where we, we want to be a, a nice like a, a safe environment that is going to continue to be there for the kink community. <laughs> yeah. um, and whatever that looks like in the future, that's, you know, that's, that's fine. But I, I, I guess if we can instill the, the values of what we do at Velvet to our community, and then even if we didn't exist, we would hope that those values continue. Yeah. 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 yeah that's really true. Lovely. Yeah. I mean, I, I we, we, we have covered this about like, this is why we, we keep it, separate from the OSS brand because it is it's so different from what we do uh, obviously we try and build a community Jess and I and we share a lot of the same values it's just I guess the play style is just different and right it is different and yeah. it, it has different expectations but I also think um so we just leave it to the experts well, yeah that's actually what well, like we, we love say. to like I love to dip into it as well and I know Lawrence does as well it's just I'm not skilled or qualified in anything other mm. than Hey, tie me up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like that. There's also a like being a brat. Yeah, <laughs> I am a brat. That's I why you. I was like, "Are you a brat? You. I'm a brat." But there's like there's a particular thing I think with Kingsters that I had a unique perspective on, mm. where like if you're not a Kingster, can you sit the fuck down and maybe not get involved? <laughs> because there is so much nuance to our world mm. that you only really feel properly protected and understood when the people that are running the event love that stuff and live that stuff as much as you do. Yeah. And because I was only six months old when I turned up, <laughs> I definitely, yeah, okay, I do say it like that and I know how it sounds. As in you were six months into the king scene, scene yeah. and you turned up to Velvet. Yeah. Well, not well, no, no, until ran they it. ran the next re reopening one. Yeah. Like Prue was there for the... Come yeah, back. no, that's what I'm talking about. And yeah. yeah, so she's yeah. six months into it. Yeah, so six months into my own journey. Well, that was like you, Jess. Ten. Yeah, I was you yeah, were like a year I, into yours, and we opened the club. Well, not even because we started dating for six months, and then we started like getting into swinging and just even getting onto like different apps and seeing people. And then yeah. six months later, we had a club, and I was like, Ooh. "Welcome to OSS. <laughs> You're so a newbie. I'm a newbie. Let's do this." So that's exactly that was exactly yeah. my experience as well. Except with kink, there was. Quite a lot of, um, do you really deserve to be here? Like, yeah. do you really know what you're talking about? And it's just lucky that I'm fairly emotionally intelligent sometimes. And persistent. And, persistent and patient. Mm -hmm. And patient with myself as well as other people. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of learnt on the job, I guess. Yeah. But also... <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just thinking, like, persistence is just... Aggressive patience. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, that's actually a better description for what persistence looks like in me. <laughs> um, yeah. And so I think 
I think from from that experience, it became really clear that there is there really is something in the kink community that's like, if you're not, if this isn't truly part of you, yeah, I don't think we can feel safe with you. Like, and mm. I think mm. that's that's that that's kind of speaks to what you were talking about in terms of trying to run a kink event and being like, yeah, why didn't it? Why didn't it kind of take off and it's not because there's not elements of kink, maybe in the styles that you play and what you enjoy. Yeah. But you're not, you know, born and bred in the blood kind of kink scene-ness. Yep. And I think the kink scene yeah. needs to see itself reflected in the people that it, it chooses to, to respect and, and to allow to, to run something. Because yep. you can step up as much as you like, but you still have to be allowed to do it. You still have to be supported by people. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think if you were to, you know, survey around the world, you'd probably find that many of the successful kink uh, events around the world have probably been going for a long time. And, mm. you know... Um, it's because once you start, you're not allowed to stop. Uh, you, that is true. <laughs> you're that forever true. part of the life. We, um, <laughs> Do you sign a contract that we sign don't the contract? I, um, I, I, there's I, a master kink law. I was going to yeah. say, there's like... You've got to climb no, no, the Himalayan like, Alps. No, like Satan comes up. This is triggering. I only did this recently. (laughs) You do like Satan comes up and he's like, sign your devil contract. That's right. Get into it. What do you mean Satan? You mean dad. Daddy. (laughs) Daddy. um, uh, (laughs) I think that there's that... There's that idea of um, of of earning your stripes, and and it, and this sort of goes back to the the old school kink thing, where mm. you know, like if it, you know, like if you go on a fet life, you'll see twenty one year olds who call themselves master something, you know. Wait, and um, some of, and some of them do have the emotional intelligence to be able to hold true, that space. That's true. That's true. But most of them don't. In, in the in the sort of the old school thing, all these titles, all these things that we sort of they use as fun, that were earned. Um, like I'm, I'm wearing a leather jacket right now. That, it's which, not. It's which, not a which mommy jacket, bought from you from David Jones right, with a gift nice, card from your dad. Nice. But like, <laughs> Thanks, Daddy. In, in the old school kink scene, like, you know, you, you, to get your first leathers was like a, an initiation sort of thing. And you had to wear them and like you understood what it meant. Exactly. And we still, I think we definitely still hold on to those things, but we don't hold on to the signifiers as much. Yeah, yeah. We look for but those things care, in a person. Yeah, we do We do care about um, the integrity and the... Um, uh, the staying power of the people that, that do things. Yeah, the, the intention behind the, why you want to be here. If yeah. you're just here because, like, your ego is a little bit sad and you probably should have therapy, mm. it's not going to go well. No. If you're here because you want to connect with other people and you have this space to learn and to grow while others learn and grow mm. with you, you're going to have a fucking great time. Yeah. Like, and it's going to be some of the best sex and kink you'll ever have in your life and hopefully we'll continue having it for five years just to round that back to the question you asked. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great way to end this conversation. This has been awesome. I feel like I've learned things. I feel illuminated. Aww. Are you just saying big words now? No. Illuminated is not a big word. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> That's a big word. Now spell That's it. A big word. <laughs> that was a really big word. Thank you, Pruny. I mean, we've been. I mean, we've been chatting for over an hour and fifteen minutes or so. So Ooh. it's been a long chat. It's been good chat. Yeah, awesome. thanks for having us. How do people get in you. touch with you? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. So <laughs> wow. Because we might have listeners now go, you know what? I want to try this. Yeah. yeah. And you're well, welcome to come from like any country or city from around the world. We recently had some incredible WWE wrestlers as guests from overseas. Like we're really, like we are really new person friendly. Mm. 
Yeah. So um, our best contact at the moment is uh, through Instagram. Uh, we have an Instagram account for uh, Velvet. Now, it does have rope in it, so it's, it's at rope the velvet. Okay. Okay. Or if you liked me better, yeah, you can message me at um, <laughs> at um, whiskey kisses. Um, it's whiskey without the e, and then kisses spelt normally, and then an underscore. And uh, my personal one for uh, for my rope stuff is Blaze, and that's B L A Z E E. So it's a double e underscore Shabari. Cool. Hey, spell Shabari. S H I B A R I. That's the one. There you go. Well, look, Just guys, in case. in case, as Lawrence always does, he will add He'll these add, uh, little links to the bottom. Yeah, I'll add, I'll add all the contact um, but info the other thing the to notes. know is that um, we run our events through a private Facebook group. Like, that's where yes. we drop the tickets. That's the, the biggest cohort. Um, that's where the news goes up. That's where you get to see pictures of my cat inviting you to a kink party. Um, <laughs> because I take my role very seriously. Um <laughs> So that and that's that's the way we. Um, uh, once you've been through the screening process, then you get into the the, the, the private group. So that's why yeah. That's, I mean, you don't have to ask every yeah, time. It just yeah. turns up, and and it's just yeah. part of your kind of life. And you can kind of be like, yes, yeah. cool, awesome. Um, it's also how people search for housemates if they want a kink friendly house. Or, <laughs> yep. You know, sometimes post memes and stuff. So that yep. Facebook group, you can yeah, you can kind of get to through messaging. What I like us. about your group is the memes. <laughs> so I read it. I got in. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yes. <laughs> So hopefully if you're interested out there and you want to check out what one of these king parties is is all about, hit up Prue or Andy. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. We're going to move now to our oh, final fuck. bit of the the episode. <laughs> I literally just turned my phone and was like, I've got nothing else to do now. It's all it's good. It's bribery. We're it's back. Lawrence's favourite part and the wonderful Prue helped me pick this one. So for anyone who doesn't know, <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know, bribery is the section where we ask you, the listener, to give us a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we will happily accept your five-star ratings anywhere else, like Spotify. However, Apple Podcasts seems to be the only one that takes the actual review. If we read your review on the podcast, we will give you a free entry on one night for a night of your choice. Which is also valid for Velvet if that's what you particularly choose. Yay! <laughs> if, if, if you want to come on a Velvet night, go on a Velvet night. So, the one that we... Pending, obviously, your, your successful approval. <laughs> um, so, the one that we've chosen today is by Stressed15. So, hopefully, we can make you a little bit less stressed. Um, great podcast and fantastic club. We loved listening to your podcast. They have been so helpful to us as we are new to this. We got to the pleasure of visiting this venue for Newbie Night on the 29th of April. And wow, we were so nervous at first, but after an hour, we felt so comfortable and confident. Everyone was so helpful and friendly. I'm a mum of three and have been so self-conscious about my body after babies, but the way that I felt on the newbie name made me feel so liberated as a woman and not a bad thought about my body came up because everyone was there with no judgment. We had an absolutely fantastic time and already planning another night to come and have some fun. 
We will definitely recommend your club to our friends. Thank you, Jess and Lawrence. You both rock. Love from Tammy. Oh, thanks, so, Tammy. That's very that's sweet. That's really lovely. And I like that it's about body confidence yeah, too. Me yeah, me too. It takes a lot to walk into a space and like not have many clothes on sometimes. So. Yeah, especially after children as well. No, Mum positivity. And we were oh. talking about being mums and dads. Damn, Look at yes. all. The, somehow our podcast like reviews always seem to like roll nicely into our conversations. Mm. I don't know how, because so we did, didn't talk about this at the beginning. <laughs> no? No, no, only Prue and I talked about this. Oh, you guys didn't understand recording. what we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, we were talking yeah, about like yeah. daddies and all this stuff and how yeah. you guys are mum and dad. Like how did it like, somehow it just fluidly comes into it. Yeah. Um, so Tammy, please get in touch with us via email uh, with a screenshot of, your, of uh, you writing that review uh, and we'll work out your free ticket uh, there. So info at oursecretspot.com.au is the email. Everyone else who wants to get in touch with us, you can find us on our website, oursecretspot.com.au. All our social medias is at oursecretspot. That's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Or you can call us on 0478-131-769. Send us a text message. Or even better, come to the club and have a chat with us there. Lawrence loves yeah. hearing that. He's the guy from the podcast. We were getting so many good, so much good feedback from the podcast on the last movie night. I got so a hug good. last weekend, which a lot of people know I'm not a big hugger, but this guy was like, he asked me three times and I was like, all right, come on. <laughs> he was like, I just have to hug you. He's like, I've listened to every podcast. That didn't sound like enthusiastic podcast. consent to me. <laughs> no, I'm not a so hugger. Close I'm enough like, consent for, for some things is fine. Oh, I was like, <laughs> he's just so excited. And I was like, oh, I don't really like, he's like, I just really want to just hug and just like, because I was like, I did the nice like kiss, but he was just like, can I hug? Can I hug? And I was like, dude, whatever. Go One on. more last bit of housekeeping. <laughs> we are going to go on a small hiatus for a few episodes because one of us is going away on an overseas holiday. Me! Yay. I'm leaving y'all to be in Europe to yeah. So you don't want to just hear me talk <laughs> uh, my sexy stories because this could go way off the rails. You'd just no. be talking about blowjobs and like double penetration. And then What's it's like- What's wrong with any of that? I don't know. I just wanted to continue. But yeah, I was like, when I get back, I'm going to tell you about yeah. all the sexy swingers clubs that I'm hitting in Europe. Oh, yeah. I've got um so far four planned, one in the UK, one in Ibiza, one in Barcelona. I have some kink club suggestions. Oh. Oh, you can give them to me after. Well, then what do you do this? As I say, okay, when we drop this episode, you, mm. you're, you're going to be on your holiday. But we, yes. I still would have time to record an episode that would be in time because you won't be back. Yeah. If we get you can, how many, how many? You can try call me in while I'm in Ibiza. No, 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 no. no I like, can be like, hey guys, I'm from Ibiza here. <laughs> if anyone up? does want to hear me do a solo <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <if> that, <laughs> boom, boom. Oh, look, Calvin Harris is playing yeah. at my hotel. I'm oh. literally staying at the you hotel that Calvin me. Harris is DJing on. <laughs> and then we're going to the Swingers Club, which is the only Swingers Club in Ibiza. And I was like, fucking don't care that this is not meant to be like a work trip. And I'm like, we're making work of it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to be fucking and dancing <laughs> to DJ Calvin Harris. <laughs> Whoever wants to hear me do a solo podcast, how many, how many requests should we get? 10, 20? Uh, you choose a number. Lucky like 13? Know. 13. Yeah, 13, because yeah, it yeah. like makes sense. If we get yeah. 13 yeah. requests, so hit us up, email us or social media us and say we want a solo podcast from Lawrence, go for it, and I'll try and record an episode without Jess, which we, I don't know, it feels weird and sad, but. You talk to yourself all the time. Yeah, I know. But the, uh, Just yeah. be like, look, guys, this is what I'm talking about today, and guess what? I had heard this, blah, 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 blah. I mean, like, this is a comment from somebody, blah, blah, blah. Just, okay, just but it has to be 13. If we get 
one less or one no, too many? <laughs> 13 or less, but exactly 13. So you're gonna have, you're everyone gonna has to coordinate out there. <laughs> you could also say like invite guests from past podcasts as yeah. well. I yeah. said well, that just, too. I was like, when do you get just, somebody to help out? Just Ooh. change it up and turn it into like a true true crime. Yeah, all of the OSS <laughs> true crimes. Yeah. Who set off the smoke yes. detectors oh, with the vapes? Oh, yeah, we that know was, who that was, was us. No, that's okay. It happened the week after as well and I almost killed somebody. And I talked about it on the podcast. Don't do it. Don't worry. I almost killed the person who was doing it and I grabbed him and I was like, oh, you're lucky I'm not breaking this in front of the fire people. He's like, it's okay, it's all sorted. I was like, it's not okay. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) that's going to do it for us for this this week's podcast. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Prue and Andy, for joining us as well. Yes, thank you, guys. Thank you so much for having us. You're welcome. Bye, guys. Bye. I should have started recording five minutes ago. Oh, my God. You would have heard the whole anal story and would have got yeah, fat could have, rolls. Could have been in the outtakes and everything. Oh, well. I know. Everyone loves a good anal story. Anyone else got more humour? Have you pressed the button yet? Yeah, we're recording. Have you pressed ah. the button? Well, that's important. <laughs> I always I'm press the button. Finding the right... I'll do just. <laughs> yeah. mm. I have heard that. There's some five-star reviews. Mm. Yeah, I know. Who's there? <laughs> just one or two. <laughs> Yelp reviews? I want to be on Yelp. <laughs> <laughs>